Hello. Hello. Hi everyone and welcome back to Industry Tactics. My name is Friendly Rich and I have a new live record that just came out and very excited about that. It's called Friendly Rich and the Lollipop People live at the Cameron House. And many more exciting projects coming up, so you can go to FriendlyRich.com to learn all about what's going on in my world. And on the podcast today, I am delighted to have the, the incredible bassist Trevor Dunn on the podcast. Episode 111, number one indeed. What a gentleman, a sweetheart of a human. Thanks, Trevor, for making time. This is it. Buckle up. My chat with Trevor Dunn. Take care, everybody. I'm getting a beautiful bird coming through the other other way from Trevor Dunn's house. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, you know why is, um, well, that's the clue into my latest obsession, which is, actually, I'm just going to leave it on. Is it fine? Leave it on, dude. Okay. I'm fucking loving it. It sounds like there's like waves. It's actually, that's, I think that's traffic sound. Um, okay. But it's, it's actually a live bald eagle cam in California. Yeah, and yeah, baby. Yeah, it, it's like set up right above the nest, and they just had um, chicklets like a couple weeks ago. So I, I have it on all the time, just partly for the sound because it's yeah. so enjoying. Yeah. So th- let me get this straight. Let's get a little existential here. Those are live chicklets coming in from somewhere in California, yeah, like freshly like, born, Northern California. Yeah, sick man. Wow, wow. And and, and transmuted through New York City up to. Your neck, Bram- Brampton, Ontario. Yeah. Bring it, bring it, bring it my way. That's uh, you, thank you. And I'm, I'm every time they chime in, I, I got no attention span, so we'll honor them. <laughs> I highly Welcome. recommend it. It's uh, it's in a town called Redding, R E D D I N G, in California, yeah. and you, it's on YouTube. And it's it's awesome. A I'm in our stream. It's really, yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm super into birds, and they've been getting me through the pandemic, kind nice. of nice, you know. Well, you can watch eagles like pluck yeah. coots and then feed them to their chicks, and it's pretty. All right, that's that's where I'm at with entertainment these days. <laughs> exactly. I've been watching uh, an owl cam on my side, so oh. it's all the same. <laughs> it's all the same. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. It's um, kind of a can of worms. All the there's a lot. There's a hummingbird can. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah I had no idea. So. Yeah, it's 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 so beautiful, eh? Yeah. 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 Um. Well, welcome. 
uh, and thank you for for uh, for joining us. Sure, my pleasure. What a treat! <laughs> it's been a while. I haven't seen you in years. You're aging well. Thank you. Thank you. You're going I, the other way. Like you're like you look like you're getting younger. How, what's your secret? I you know I, I've people ask me that all the time, and I've I've gone through a series of um, snarky answers. Yeah. Know, one of which is um, I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, committed to secrecy so i can't tell you know that's yeah. a one, you know um yeah or pledged to secrecy that sounds better actually yeah good um, good that's really <laughs> that's see, top secret yeah um virgin blood is another good answer <laughs> <laughs> yeah chicklets the blood of young chicklets that's what's keeping you <laughs> yeah i awesome. so i guess i have to chalk up to my parents they both have had good genes and yeah also i didn't start drinking until i was close to 30 years old so oh right on that probably had something to do with it right on right on man well uh it, it is great to see you it's really great Likewise, to see you yeah. yeah um well i got so much to i want to make the most of our time so okay. um you know why don't we go to redding california why don't we go back to those chicklets and are did you grow up near near the, nor, in northern california yeah northern california so redding is right on the um i5 interstate 5 highway which is kind of that sound you can hear cuz they these birds for some reason they set up really near even though it's like i don't know i think it's the nest is maybe a 150 feet up in the air it's um it's kind of near a highway okay so, Oh, neat, neat. Right. So you, the but, traffic is coming. I thought the traffic was Brooklyn. No, no, no. Uh, those that soundscape is coming from Reading. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wicked, yeah. wicked. Okay, cool. Occasionally, you might hear um, somebody honk a horn. That's sure. that would be, that's. <laughs> that's... <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, I grew up uh, about two hours um, west of Reading, where these birds okay. are. So on the coast of Northern California. What's your hometown? What's it Eureka. called? Eureka. Yeah. Which is a weird name, but I, I always, I took it for granted growing up. I never thought it was weird. So yeah, it's a weird, yeah. it's a weird place. It's an isolated small town. You know about those. I, well, you visited mine, man. And, yeah. uh, you know, you know, I feel like, I feel like the suburbs, like how, how did that shape your, your creative life? Like, just like, just being out, out not in a, a major city, you know? Yeah. Well, it meant I had to look for interesting things. I mean, occasionally <clears throat> bands would come to town yeah. um, and there was a pretty good record store there, but you know, if we, me and my friends really want to do some serious record shopping or go see a big show, we'd yeah. have to drive five hours South to San Francisco. <clears throat> okay. San Francisco was I, like the closest. Uh, yeah. 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 City, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which okay. is where I ended up living in the nineties. So, right. Right. And, uh, and what was your music education like coming up, like through, through high, I mean, elementary and high school? Like It was pretty good, actually. I had, um, <clears throat> I had, <clears throat> excuse me, in high school, I had a couple really good teachers. I had a, yeah. a, a band teacher who was really, uh, inspired us. And, and actually I got in touch with him a couple of years ago and yeah. reconnected with him. And yeah. And, what was his name? Dan Horton. Dan Horton. Yeah. I mean, what did he leave? Like, what did he in, 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 instill in, in you, like in your musical vision today? Like what? I think, think? um, 
like a sense of freedom and a sense of like being yourself. And he, you know, he's kind of the first guy who started talking about Charlie Parker. Yeah. Oh, and, and handing out sheet music with Charlie Parker melodies on it. And that's right Mm. around the time I was also listening to Jocko Pastoria, who was famous for playing Charlie heads, you know? So, okay. Okay. So it's all coming together. It's that, that. Yeah, exactly. And we also, I had a, um, uh Oh, I think the chicks are getting fed. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I could turn that sound down actually. No, no, no. Fucking crank it. This is great. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I, I usually don't do these interviews with like a, an, an incredibly deep background going yeah. on like this. So like I'm I celebrating. Should, I should have put a virtual screen of like, you know, an Eagle's nest behind me or something. Like that. I'll, I'll edit it in later. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We, we actually had a, a, a music theory class in high school, which is kind of unprecedented, I think. And no, oh, yeah, yeah. Even more so today, but um, right. Um, and then in call, you know, I went to university and got a degree in music. So okay. you did, eh? you, I didn't, I didn't know that. Okay. So you, where do you go after high school? I stayed in, in my hometown. I lived at home and I went to Humboldt okay. state university. Okay. Okay. Um, which is a small state college. Um, and it awesome. wasn't really much of a music program. They weren't, you know, they're kind of known more for oceanography and you know sure stuff like that up there forest yeah but you know there were a couple good teachers um yeah and i immersed myself i just got really into it and and really started checking out 20th century music and practice uh, classical technique on the upright bass yeah um you do you go to the library are you doing a lot of time in the library totally 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 like taking you know they had a listening station at the library with turntables and cassette players. And of course I'd go in there when no it's one the was asking, I'd, I'd move the cassette player over to the turntable station and I'd tape everything, you know. And, it's the best. Oh, I guess they, they weren't banking on that, eh? Exactly. Blank, blank cassettes. That's yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. So, brilliant. I mean, there was nothing else to do in that town. And, you know, at least I didn't become a meth head, so... Fair enough. I, I say the same, man. I say, yeah. fuck, I, I'm so thankful I fell in love with music and creativity as opposed to any of that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, that, that idea of like, so like you're, you're hungry, you're getting it uh, in, the, in the library, like you're discovering some of these composers. Who, who left an impression? Who like really blew your mind back then coming oh, up? Oh, man, my, <clears throat> I, th- I guess it was third year theory, they called it. Um, yeah. You know, after I had kind of the general, um, I mean, I didn't really take a counterpoint class, but I was kind of, you know, learning how to analyze Mozart and stuff like that. And then on, in my third years, when it got into 20th century music, Okay. And yeah. that was a great class because I really liked that teacher and there were only five students in the class. So oh, neat. Whoa. every day, I think that class was three days a week and every class blew my mind. Like yeah. every, every composer I was like, yeah. yeah, you know, it was like, I mean, just you go down the list of all the, you know, Ligeti, you know, yeah. Luigi Nono, Harry, yes. Pinocchus, you know, I mean, the list goes on and every one of them I'd be like, I mean, it was daunting because, like, man, these guys have thought of everything. I I don't know what to write. Yeah. You know, I yeah. Think, and my actually, that teacher said, um, "Yeah, we have, you know, as students, we have the weight of the 20th century on our shoulders." 
no, so, no pressure, no pressure. Yeah, no pressure. Yeah. So yeah, go write a string quartet. And I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> wow. Wow, man. Wow. Oh, were you doing, were you, were you writing string quartets back then? Or I, I attempted a string quartet then, okay. and I did some writing for that class. I wrote a awesome, piece awesome. for uh, bass clarinet, clarinet piano, which, I mean, most of the pieces I wrote then were kind of disasters, you know? Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, uh, Mm-hmm. There actually there was one piece that um, the uh, uh, thing I wrote for bass. It's actually this bass solo with yeah. a quartet. Yeah. Um, and I actually recorded it a couple of years ago. Oh, neato, uh, neato. Really good string quartet. So that's great, man. I, I mean, I see a, a through line there with what you've just done with Mister Bungle. So like, you're not afraid to to look that far back to dig up even a crumb or in this case, an entire album of like re- rethinking it. In that, in that case, it was a string quartet that you went back and got. Yeah, I guess, I mean, not, like you know, there's not everything from back then bungle or, or my own stuff is, mm-hmm. you know, like proud of, or would want to revisit, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's got a it. lot of shit <laughs> experimentation going on, but <laughs> you know, but there's a couple yeah. things that I just felt like, yeah, that's that's cool. funny. I never thought of that, that through line there that you like, I never, you know, it is, it's the same thing. It's kind of going back and being like, Hey, this actually has still has some, um, credibility to me. Mm-hmm. So I want to, mm-hmm. you know, do it properly now. With- I, I think when you have a career as, as like rich as yours and, you know, spanning through decades now, you try to connect the dots a little more in that, in that, in that sense, I think uh, as you go through, I, I would imagine. Right. Um, yeah. 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 I guess yeah. so. Yeah. I mean, there's always that weird balance of nostalgia and like mm-hmm. looking back at what actually worked, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and utilizing them like, Oh, you know, it could be something, uh, you know, an accident that I stumbled across, you know, yep. that I, yep still kind of like and i still might use that whatever type of yeah or yeah yeah so these are tools you might i don't know maybe you, you take some of it for granted as like all the vocabulary that makes you you uh, yeah totally yeah unique, you know yeah we're always uh you know it's such a western notion to always be striving to be in producing and be better yeah. you always gotta yeah. like be yeah. learning and which yeah i'm totally uh cursed with that but guilty of right yeah yeah Yeah. which is you know there's good sides of that but there's also you know i mean i've i'm not a buddhist but i've been Mm -hmm. kind of reading in the past this past year i've been checking it out a little bit and and you know i mean there's a lot to be said for doing nothing so (laughs) amen amen Uh, and it's it's like it's it's interesting as artists like we i mean you you were all over the world right you were you were taking it all in at like hyper like you know like speeds yeah and i think about you just going okay now don't do that for a year and what that does to your energy and it's like yeah you you best be getting buddhist or yeah or or you may grow a beard as as vile as this right <laughs> i wish i could i this is basically this is all I got. <laughs> you, you haven't shaved for a year and a half either right yeah that's all right well you, uh, hey we all have our talents right <laughs> Um, you know, I, I think about how it all matters so much. Like if we get like, let's get hyper existential with the birds uh, buzzing in in live time, uh, the live eye on the birds. Right. But like it all matters. Eh? These encounters, these like these moments where you're in 
high school, you going to university, like taking it all in, all of these encounters, this discussion we're having right now really matters on the figuring it out of, of it all. You know, I, I, um, yeah, yeah. I love that. I fucking love that, that it's all connected, you know? Totally, totally, totally. And I'm not even a spiritual guy. Like, right. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy that the King died today. You know, (laughs) I'm good with it. I don't think he's coming back. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, not to date, not to date our conversation. Um, yeah. So, so, You've been touching on how the pandemic has been for you. What has it kind of taught you? Um, and are, are are things opening up there in New York? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, it's it's funny. I had a friend who um, went out. Uh, she lives in Queens, and she went out to Manhattan to hang hang out with a couple friends. And she said it was weird because it almost felt like it was starting to feel normal. Like people were dressed up like it was the weekend. I mean, it was a Thursday night, I guess. But yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Things are opening up. I've been, um, you know, I reached a pretty good level of paranoia at a certain point and mm-hmm. it was totally, you know, mid pandemic. I was, uh, had a, quite a bit of anxiety going to the grocery store, you know? yeah. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure a lot of people did, but you know, mm-hmm. everyone has their different thresholds of that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm not, really in a hurry for things to go back to normal. Like I've got my man cave right here. It's been working out. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm going to have to start making a living at some point, but yeah. Yeah. um, Yeah. I don't, honestly, I don't miss like touring at all. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was, you were mentioning how, you know, there was a period where, you know, for several years I was just on the road. Yeah. And yeah. I'm definitely getting burned out on it, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty jaded. I have no like Europe. It's like, yeah, who cares? Whatever, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, yeah. Are, there are a couple places in the world I would like to visit that I've never been to. I'd love to go to, yeah, like Vietnam or sure, or you know, some obscure places. But um, yeah, you know, Micronesia or something, you know. But but uh, yeah. I don't know yeah. Europe. Eh, it's just yeah. how many sausages can you possibly see? How many? I mean. The, I know that I know each each town has their own yeah sausage uh regime but right. God damn it, it's, it's not yeah. healthy. And that used to be a sense of pride be like oh I'm going to this town man they have a there's a great uh bathhouse and a really yeah. good pasta around the corner you know yeah yeah any place that you know Yeah. But you know touring isn't the most creative pursuit right? It's just no, not. it's not for me at all. I can't yeah. I can't ride at all on the road. Although although, although you you take in so much. That's the thing about like the art being made from the last year that we've all encountered of just the Groundhog Day. It's interesting, right? It's like how how does that affect your creative process, right? It's yeah, yeah, and does and does it like? I don't know, man. It's it's interesting. I don't know. Like, is the art you make based on how much shit you see? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's not. Right. I mean, yeah. you got it. Looks like you got a, a place full of books behind you there. Like it's just like you'll you never get bored, right? Yeah, that's a thing. I, you know, like, I, heard, I've, I talked to somebody else about this. How so many people were? I mean, you, you know, you'd read it in the headlines about how people were going crazy because they yeah. were so bored and they're going stir. You know, they're yeah, bad. yeah. And I was like, what are you talking about, man? I've been listening to so many records and like, I still have books i haven't read in my house yeah yeah yeah. you know um, yeah i hear you i hear you i mean i guess i've been preparing for this 
for, there you go. There oh, you go. <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm an end timer. <laughs> Look at that smile. Right. Uh, I, 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 no, no disrespect to anything that anything that's going on right now. I know it, like, it's like, yeah. 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 Um, you, but you've been okay, like me- mentally and I've been, the whole, I've been good. Okay. I've had, aside yeah. from the pandemic, I've had some other things go on in the past yeah. year that have been yeah. pretty heavy. So, well, yeah. extremely heavy, but, yeah. um, but I've, you know, I have people to talk to. I have friends and okay. that, which is really important. And, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. And, and you learn who your friends are in, in yeah. these times, eh? Absolutely. Like it's, Absolutely. you know, are you noticing that? Like you're growing closer with some people during these times that are, cause it's like right now it's like, it's all on the line, right? It's like, totally. if we ain't living it now, like we mean it totally. or at least confused. Totally. Even, even like, like, uh, there's a musician I know who I'm, you know, we're good friends, but we're not super close. You know, we tour yeah. together sometimes and he, yeah. you know, after, uh, a certain loss I had last year, mm-hmm. he would mm-hmm. started texting me all the time just to check mm-hmm. in like, Hey, mm-hmm. how you doing, man? You know? And I'd be like, eh, you know, mm-hmm. up and down, whatever. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that he was doing that, like mm-hmm. meant a huge mm-hmm. amount, mm-hmm. like, which I don't know if I've actually, even expressed to him yet which i will but that's cool that's cool yeah and then other people like oh i guess they don't care okay (laughs) yeah yeah silence yeah 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 yeah. i mean a lot of people don't know what to do how to behave and so they don't do anything i've been guilty of that i guess so yeah, man. Yeah. But, uh, hey, how have you? We started this conversation before I hit record, saying like, "Do you do you like talking about yourself?" Uh, I mean, I guess. <laughs> I guess I should have started with that. I guess everyone does a little bit, but yeah, I tend. You know, I say I don't, but then you know, if you get me going, I'm like, well, it's more like reflecting on your career, man, and right, just right. learning from it, right? There's yeah. so much there. Yeah. Yeah. But you're. I. I wanted. I wanted to follow that up with like the idea of shedding your ego and how that's, how have you been doing? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, that's the thing about talking about yourself. It gets to the point where like, yeah. I'm still talking. Fucking about please stop. Yeah. 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 Hey, and if you ever get bored, I'm down to take over for a little bit. Yeah. yeah great <laughs> stories about emailing, crank calling Carl Heinz Stockhausen, if you like, but, but, but let's, let's get, let's, let's stay focused. Let's stay focused. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, but have in all seriousness, have you like, has that been a thing on your end of like, have you hmm. uh, like just e- ego and trying to, I don't know, like as you age making music and um, yeah, you, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I'm not sure how to answer that. To be honest, I, I am. Um, I've I had a really hard time writing music the past year. I've been yeah, actually been yeah. working on this project for a couple of years. It's been it's kind of a beast of a it's like mm-hmm. a septet. It's kind of the biggest ensemble I've ever written for, and I it's okay. taken me a long time to figure out what the concept is. Even awesome, and, awesome. But it's been like pulling teeth writing for it, you know. And um, I mean, I have scraps of paper right now here on this uh-huh, desk. Uh-huh. You know, I'm still like chipping away at this project. I'm like gonna get it done. I'm gonna get you know. <laughs> um, so what? What? What's the project? Is a, is it like one piece? A recording? What? What's the form of it? it it's for recording. It's so it's. I have this group called Trio Convulsions. Yeah, um, you're, you're doubling the the you're you're doubling the 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 roster or what? 
It, yeah, basically, I'm adding a, um, a chamber ensemble to it. Oh, neat. So, like, two strings and two winds. I mean, it's kind of centered around the trio, which is guitar, okay. bass, and drums. Yeah. But kind of adding this, like, chamber element to it. So. Okay, um, cool. Um, but, yeah, it's, it hasn't been... You know, and I actually got a grant to record and stuff, and I'm like, man, yeah. I gotta, okay. I gotta spend that money. You know, I gotta like, yeah, 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 yeah. I spend yeah. it on food. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's been a challenge, you know, and it's even got mm-hmm. me to the point where I'm like, am I supposed to be writing music? Is that what I'm really supposed to be doing? Because oh, on the other know. side of things, I've gotten really into making paper collages. I, I'm, see- I'm seeing this. Okay, keep going on the paper collages front. Well, that it, is, for some reason, has been like way easier and way more exciting. It's like, okay, great, I got, I got my scissors and my <laughs> and my exacto knife and all my shit that I cut out. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. I mean, something about that is, you know, it's like, um, you know, you go back to childhood or something. It's, it's like glue yeah. and paper. Yeah, tactile kind of. I yeah. mean, not that not that writing music isn't because I see the way you do it. You're very you're you don't at least at upfront seem like a Sibelius oriented kind of guy. I mean, you may I mean you may use those tools, but you seem like you're 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 writing that shit out, eh? Totally, I and yeah. which I really enjoy. I, I admire that. I, I, I exactly for me that's the same uh, same kind of brain that uh, chops up collages and and uh, uh, I guess glue, so, yeah. glues them to you know. It's probably I'm worried about you, though. I mean, the the kind of brain that chops up collages and glues them to. But hey, whatever it takes to get you through it, right? Well, you know, somebody, a friend called me the other day and they said, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just cutting the eyes out of a doll picture. of a As as we do, as we do. You know, I'm I'm, I'm thinking a lot about the art um, we make during COVID times and. And it don't make sense. I'm photographing turds in my neighborhood, and 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 it's been the most meaningful art wow. I've made over the last fourteen months, which is not saying much. Like like um, animal turds. Yeah, or? just dog shit. I'm yeah. just fascinated the fact that people don't uh, pick up their turds. You know. Yeah, yeah. But that's become like an art collage. It really yeah. is a thing. Like it's like, and it's not the art I feel like I'm meant to make, but I'm making it. It's like it's the, these collages. I'm really impressed by that. I also like the fact that you're marrying them up with these mixtapes, these one of a kind yeah. um, mixtapes that you're doing for a hundred dollars plus US. Is can you talk about that? That how has that worked out? Sure, it's it's been it's going swimmingly. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> awesome, man. As it should be. Yeah. I mean, when I I first had the idea because I was hanging out at my mom's house, and um, uh, I mean. Full disclosure: My dad passed last year, so very sorry for your was, loss. Which was thank you. Um, that was one okay. of the things. I one had to of with. okay, okay. <laughs> um, Jeez. And you know, whatever. He was eighty-three. You know, he had mm-hmm. health issues. It wasn't mm-hmm. total mm-hmm. surprise, but mm-hmm. anyway, mm-hmm. my yeah. parents have a, a pretty good record collection, and um, my mom has a, like a lot of great jazz records, and and my dad had has all kinds of stuff. You know, Elvis and Tina Turner and Waylon Jenny and stuff like that. So yeah, um, we we're kind of cleaning stuff out. You know, I was there hanging out with my mom for a while, and um, yeah. I came across these tapes, and I was like, "Man, I'm going to make a mixtape. I haven't done that in years." You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was you something. hadn't done that. You hadn't done that since Humboldt University. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and um, so 
it was so much fun. I actually made it and gave it to a friend. It was so much fun oh, to do oh. that. I, I had that idea. I'm like, hmm, what if I make these and, you know, in order to sweeten the deal, yeah. make it worth the money. Cause it's a lot of money. Yeah. Freaking tape. Um, which are not expensive to, or easy to acquire these days. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. up to like, you know, getting up to like 10 bucks a pop on eBay. So. Holy shit. Man. Yeah. And really? you have to, you know, they don't make factories don't make them anymore. So it's weird, you know? Wow. Um, anyway. Wow, yeah. I mean, for me, it's weird being as old as I am. <laughs> right, right, right. When, when they used to be just like so accessible to, oh, to like $10 a pop now. Yeah. 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 You go. That, that puts the hundred dollars into context too. Like, it's just like, I don't know, man, the way we value art is like, I don't look at that as a perverse amount of money to, to do what you're doing with it. And the one of a kindness of the whole thing is right. like and very special. Non-fungible. Thank you. Yeah, man. I mean, well, I don't know what the word for what you're doing is, but it's fungible. All right. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, I, I initially, I had the idea. So I just kind of um, took a survey on Twitter and kind of oh yeah said, Hey, I just tweeted like, what if I did this? Would anyone yeah. buy it? And yeah. like, I think like 10 people responded. Yeah, totally. I'd buy it. I'm like, that's mm. enough. 10 is cool. I'll do, you yeah. know? Yeah. And you know, I'm up to like, um, like 65 now. God damn, man. Um, and there's, that is beautiful. Fun. They're super fun to make, you know? I mean, it's time oh. consuming, but, um, no, I love your write up on Bandcamp. Everyone check it out, uh, on Trevor Dunn's Bandcamp. It's called flexes for Carietta white who's Carietta white pardon my ignorance that's all right she's the um she's the fictional character in stephen king's carrie okay um that's her full name uh glad i asked at this time when i was visiting my mom it uh it was on tv and i and it was (laughs) this was another thing it's like oh my god i haven't seen this movie in forever Uh, i'm gonna watch uh. it and it's still great and i don't know there's i I'm such a fan of that character, you know, and, you know, I kind of realized I, that's the type of movie that I saw when I was young that got me weird shit like the occult and, you know, yeah. Mental, you know, telekinesis or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, Sure. So I kind of had this like, um, you know, I'm going to, and flexes are, then I read the book, which I'd never read before. Mm -hmm. And the flexes are, when she kind of like um, flexes her psychic ah. muscles to make things happen. Um, that's what she calls ah. Damn. So when, when she kind of realizes that she has this power and she starts kind of practicing at home. And so she flexes and, you know, breaks a glass or whatever. Yeah. 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 yeah so yeah. that was, you know, I decided I better add something to this tape that is also me, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I can't really advertise that I'm selling other people's, music no absolutely you should absolutely you should i feel like it's just as charming as as you ripping off um from the humboldt university it's like fuck it man like i i I, I just there's so much beauty in what you're doing um so so i order one from you what do you put on it like are you customizing it based on like you put a little a snippet of of you playing bass i've i've recorded a bunch of short improvisations they're all they're all like 30 seconds to about two minutes long. Yeah. And I like it. Usually what happens is all um, like initially I recorded like 20 and I thought that should be enough. And then I, and then I ran out I'm like, shit, I got wow. more. Wow. Wow. So um, the funny thing about that is 
I record them digitally in Logic. I have a yeah. little setup here with a, you know, yeah. I have a good microphone and uh-huh. uh, record at home. I, you know, I do some minor editing, uh-huh. and then I have to we transfer the file, the f- files to myself, so I can uh-huh. download them on my laptop, which still has a CD burner. Oh God damn and it! And I burn it onto a CDR, which I don't even think I have any left right now. Holy um, cow. And, and then, then I, get it to cassette? And then that's how I get it to cassette. <laughs> this sounds like you, honestly, yeah, it sounds like you're charging more, n- not enough, but yeah, that's really. I've actually been told that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I like that, man. I love how special that is. Is this something that's kind of been born out of the last 14 months or so? Or You know, I've always kind of had a fantasy about being a radio DJ. Like is I, that right? I, yeah, I've never, oh. I've guessed DJed with people before, but um, I'd still listen to the radio a lot. I love yeah. the concept of it, especially yeah. if it's live, you know, and you're mm-hmm. listening to live radio and someone mm-hmm. talking and, you know, and I don't know, yeah. it keeps yeah. company. And it's, I, I've, I've, to this day, I learn about new stuff by listening to the radio. You know? Sure. And, yeah, man. Um, and uh, so I think it kind of fulfills that fancy you know and so basically on the tape it 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 kind of depends on my mood but i just go through my entire record collection and it's it's vinyl and cds and i just try to put something interesting together and i try to Uh, put a fair amount of obscure stuff on there that i hope people have never heard before Um, do do you get a listing like so if you know what i mean like do you do you you get i write down the artist here's yeah me uh, Here's the latest one I've been working on. This is so okay. I have, you know, I oh, neat. as I go, I oh, write wow. down the artist. Wow. I wrote, what a project. I don't, write down the, I don't write down the song. So, you know, the idea is that if there's something that someone really likes, they'll they'll do what I do, which is like, oh, I got to check this. Yeah, out. exactly, exactly, exactly. Hopefully I'm like, oh, know, dude. put some of my friend's stuff on there. Maybe they'll also. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think I think honestly, I think it's charming. It's really exciting. It's it's rethinking the whole thing, right? Like it's just like how you do what you do, uh-huh. you know, uh, how you charge for something too. I just think like and and like I'm really impressed with the fact that you have an audience for it, right? It's like yeah, sixty five is a that's a wicked not that's an exciting number to me. Is like all right, this is almost yeah. A th- like it is a thing. It's not almost a thing. It's yeah. It exceeded your expectations on what it would have been, right? Totally, totally, totally. Yeah. Um, there was a you know a kind of, I think I only tweeted it that I was doing it, and then I you know sent a link to Bandcamp, and then mm-hmm. and then um, and then it kind of it kind of peaked and then tapered off, and I there was a period where I didn't really have any orders, mm-hmm. and then my friend was like, "Man, you gotta you gotta announce it again. You gotta hustle that because I'm you know I tend to be I'm not great." Yeah. At it, yeah. So marketing you know okay okay um, so i was like okay Bandcamp friday's coming up mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i i retweeted it and i put it on instagram for the first time and yeah. the next day i had like 12 orders there you go so you go. which which i was is kind of overwhelming because it takes me i mean they're 90 minute tapes but it like, probably take me at least yeah you know five hours to make each one you know yeah yeah so that's yeah. that breaks down about 20 bucks an hour Plus the collage, which I usually do while I'm making the tape, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, man, that sounds so much fun. But I, I love it. I really dig it. Is is it almost like a? Because I mean, you've you, you've seen the music industry from so many different angles over the years, and it's like, 
How in 2021, from when you started out, how much has it changed? And now you're like, you, the, it, it's got this mad aspect to it that I love of like, I just picture you like, you know, making these handcrafting these cassettes, like yeah. this is where you are, right? It's part of where you are right now. It's like, it's, yeah. What, what has that change been like for you? And, and uh, what, what are your thoughts on Spotify overall? <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny. I know a lot of people who are against Spotify. Um, I have it and I think it's a great tool. It's, Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's been plenty of stuff that I was, you know, wanted to check out immediately. And so I went there and then be like, Oh, okay. That's not for me. You know, um, Mm -hmm. um, there's some things that I've found on Spotify that I ended up purchasing, you know, that I, you know, I, I, um, you know, went back and downloaded an album or whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, Bandcamp is great for that too. Yeah. 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 Um, has, it, has it affected your ability to like earn a living from music? Like, have you, have you seen a, a has that changed your game at all? The um, way the music industry has kind of transformed through the years? I don't, you know, it's hard for me to say. I'm kind of in a unique position and I, and it's not, you know, even a lot of my peers, it's, it's different mm-hmm. from a lot of my peers you know, yeah. I'm lucky I have this rock band, Mr. Bungle, that has been somewhat successful over the years. Yeah. Um, and when we did this reunion thing last year, you know, it was well-timed. It was well-timed. Thank, oh my God. It was so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Basically between that and the Halloween live stream show that we did, yeah. I, yeah. you know, I like made enough money to survive last yeah. year, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I also teach sometimes online, but, but that was Mm -hmm. the bulk of my income. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, so, you know, I don't, you know, I also do what a lot of, you know, some of my other like jazz kind of comrades do, which is like tour with weird bands and, you know, Mm -hmm. that stuff pays okay, but you Mm -hmm. gotta Mm -hmm. really keep doing it all the time and it's that's you know that's kind of where the burnout happens you know yeah you know the touring burnout um yeah yeah so um i don't know it's hard for me to say about if if spotify and all that has affected me i mean i get i get royalty checks from like google and spotify that are ridiculously they're yeah yeah questionable right yeah yeah yeah. and there's like how many zeros can you put in a number it's like on the other side of the fence it's It's confusing yeah 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 but uh yeah i don't know but I, i mean um i mean yeah this actually has been this tape thing has actually turned out to be somewhat lucrative I think it's it's so cool, and as I said, like you have a an ability to just you know um, reach people in a new way with old yeah technology yeah and yeah, yeah. I was uh, yeah it's totally uh, exceeded my expectations and you know I just got something in the mail today from a friend in California uh, it fucking makes your day to get mail man totally. postcards I still send postcards yeah yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's great. It's great to hear. Yeah, no, I, I only, a friend of mine said once, you know, I only trust people who were born before the internet. And it's like, the, <laughs> the older I'm getting with it, the the more it's like, that's becoming a, a truth, eh? It's just yeah. like, I still send postcards, right? Yeah. Like It's also, you know, becoming less and less people. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah. You hit that on the head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, giving millennials shit, man. I, the millennials I know, you know, yeah. you know my niece or, or yeah. you know, I have a couple friends who are millennials. Like, I, I love to give them shit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of fun being in that age, age, yeah. age group, eh? Yeah. Bad jokes, you know. Yeah. Um. Um. So look, are you? Uh, can you? Um. What? Where do we want to go from here? I gotta ask you about your early days making those, uh, like disco volante. Can you tell me where you were at as a human being to have created that that work? Where were you at? How old were you when you made that record? Disco Volante, I guess, um, I was probably like tw- 25, 26, um, yeah. 27, somewhere around there. So if I, I mean, I, if I could be a fly on the wall, I got to ask Ronaldo and the Loaf earlier on my, in, in this podcast, how did you make Struve and Sneff? And it was like getting by, a little bit behind the curtain on like a, on records that really like sh- shaped and influenced me, you know, oh, and this wow. is the same. Yeah without nerding out too much on it but just like can you paint a picture of like what i don't know what state of mind were you in like where were you at as a human back then yeah and what are your some of your memories from making those records like that that one specifically i mean that record in particular was it's you know all three bungle records yeah all three bungle records kind of came out of a different um environment for all of us you know i mean the first one was came out of us growing up in humboldt county together and a lot of that music was probably most of it was written up there yeah in fact i would say 98 percent of it was written up in humboldt you know and mm-hmm. um you know and we were like a band that got together and practiced and jammed and we were just kid, you know garage band basically yeah and then the second record um, you know, after our first tour, we toured, we toured the U S we did one tour on the first record, which was the U S for like six weeks. Mm. It was the kind of the first time any of us aside from Patton had toured. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we got home from that, um, you know, we had all kind of just moved to San Francisco. So now we're living in a big city, you know, mm. and we actually have this contractual, obligation with a major label to mm-hmm. make another record. I mean, they weren't, they didn't really care. They weren't like on our backs or anything, but um, we knew we had a budget to make a record, you know? So, mm-hmm. you know, I, several months went by after that first tour where we didn't talk to each other. We, everyone just kind of was doing their own thing, you know, and I was getting more into, you know, playing jazz and playing weird, you yeah. know, um, yeah. not just jazz, but like, you know, uh, new music, I guess, new music and, you know, yeah meeting people like Ben Goldberg and Graham Connor and mm-hmm. um, John Schott, all these guys in the Bay area who were okay. big influences on me, you know, and playing yeah. their original music, um, learning how to play in odd meters with, you know, weird, you know, Mingus kind of style mm-hmm. instrumentation, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then me and I remember me and Trey and Danny, uh, mm-hmm got mm-hmm. together and like yeah we should start getting together and figure out what we're going to do for the next record and because it was that was never anything that we talked about we never that band that was one of the the magic of that band is that we never discussed what was going to happen next we just like we never thought like well the rec- first record was like this so now we should do this we just let's do it again it yeah, just yeah, happened yeah, yeah. and yeah. same thing with the third record we never yeah. decided to make a kind of 
beach boys ish right right and you know right. it just happened um okay so yeah we started getting together and jamming and recording a lot of shit we had a little setup of our own and we were recording mostly on adat <laughs> okay okay um, let's bring it bring yeah, them yeah. the cassette yeah and okay like, writing weird um you know short pieces and snippets and um all kinds of weird shit and, all right, and you're and you're rehearsing it that trio like a lot of that material you're just running through it over and over again or what like yeah well running over it and and yeah and kind of like honing in on what was a song and yeah with that band someone would kind of um take the song into their arms and nerd yeah you know then yeah um, yeah it would be their song even if it was you know collaborative yeah even if someone else contributed to it one person would kind of you, you know, know man i fucking i i get into the classroom any classroom i get into or and you know i think of like that album let's narrow in on it and it's just like sometimes i feel like when i'm trying to sell people on what music should be i i go close to that record like it's uh, like uh, uh, this is how music should sound <laughs> <laughs> so what whoever told you you got the weight of the 20th century on your shoulders you fucking did it <laughs> you did it like that this is like isn't my fight to struggle of like how did how you define music i would define it the like, disco volante just put this on this right. how it should be. No? <laughs> that's that's a heavy statement man i um maybe a, a side order of struve and snuff but i totally yeah. appreciate it it's 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 really really um I don't know, affirming and, and beautiful mm-hmm. to hear that. Cause I think that we were just doing whatever the hell we wanted. Like we didn't care. I mean, we weren't trying to make a hit record. We weren't trying to. Evidently it didn't sound like you were beaten to anyone's drum in making that. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. personally, like the songs I wrote on that record, you know, the first song, everyone I went to high school with is dead was, I was a huge Melvin's fan. And I used to uh-huh. go see them play live all the time when I, once I moved to San Francisco, uh-huh. And um, they were a huge influence on me, and that song was definitely kind of a nod to them, you know, a slow, yeah, yeah. drudgy thing. But then I, you know, I also wanted this like chaos, you know, and yeah, yeah. And then you know, um, Phlegmatics was is a song that's based on a twelve tone row, like the mm-hmm. there you go twelve tone row. So I was like, I just had this idea, like I'm gonna like. I realized uh-huh. that Patton could kind of sing anything at that point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so I thought, man, I'm going to write a, a, a gymnastics for him to sing. Yeah. Okay. And, okay. and I, like the first idea for that song was a melody with a drum beat and nothing else. Uh-huh. So that's kind of where that song started. You know, it was like basically a composition, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, there were parts of Carrie stress in the jaw that were, influenced by uh this alto player in new york tim Byrne, who i was yeah sure of. Um, Fuck. you know the section in the middle where there's like uh barry sax is doubling the guitar and there's mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. melody on top that was totally inspired by tim Byrne. you know so oh neat man neat you know i mean i in san francisco we were you know now we were exposed to all kinds of weirdo bands in the 90s and yeah there were so many record stores you know to, yeah we used to go to Berkeley, um, you know, across the bay near Oakland. And there was, you know, right within a two block radius, there was Amoeba. There was a Virgin, a Tower. Yeah. Uh, Rasputin's was another big store. Like everyone, okay. you'd go into every one. You'd spend like an hour in each one, you know. And like, yeah, yeah. 
Sure. That's that's is that that's big in your practice, eh? Like just um, ingesting, like just getting as much as you can. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I I, I think there are. Um, is it still? Is it still like? Are you still hungry for new music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's actually the thing I miss most about uh, going out. The last year is going out because yeah. I I love going to see bands I've never heard of. Or, yeah. Or you know, bands I know very little about. Like I love. Yeah being surprised by stuff like that. And I, and also love now that I'm an old fart, I love seeing like young people yeah. go crazy, you know, and do, like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I'm like, yes, p- kids are still, angry, I mean, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think talking about shedding ego there for a little bit for me was that, that like energy, that, that childish energy, you know, that, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and getting, and, and just still appreciating it, but not having it necessarily. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't yeah. have to, I don't have to go <laughs> jump in the pit, but, uh, yeah. I'm glad these yeah. are. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Um how has that been like aging with your friends and 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 continuing to make music? Like that's pretty much the reason I make music is is just to these relationships. So your relationship with with people like Zorn and uh-huh. and the, the guys in Bungle um Yeah. What has that meant for you? Yeah, I mean, um uh, or meant to you, meant to you. Pardon, pardon my Italian. Yeah, I mean those are the funnest. Those are the funnest bands, are the ones that you know where you're actually friends and you can share, you know, a real sense of humor and and like, you know, that was a thing that was great about being back in the studio with Mike and Trey for the yeah. first time in 20 years. Like it was, you know, I mean you could tell. Obviously, we'd all grown up a little bit. We were all very much more diplomatic with each other you know uh-huh uh-huh it's <laughs> a little know? more yeah tender a little pa- yeah more patient yeah. Yeah, all that yeah, yeah. shit you get with age you know and yeah 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 um, yeah yeah so uh hmm. um yeah i mean i don't know there's this other band i play in called endangered blood and that that's a band that started i don't know over 10 years ago and mm-hmm. it that band started out as we were just friends like me and these three other guys who are all musicians we weren't really playing music together yeah but, uh at a certain point we we actually kind of we got together to do a um a benefit for a friend who was ill and yeah, yeah. that was the first time we played together as a quartet and then it just became a band after that and, and cool that's that, that's a super fun band to tour with that's a band i would tour with any day it's like it's nice to hear you know yeah get on the train in Europe and we've got cheese and a bottle of wine. And then, you know, you enjoy each other's company. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's nice. That's charming. Look, I'm, 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 I'm mindful of time. You do another 10 minutes. I just got like four sure, more questions. Sure. Yeah. It's not raining. Watching right those now. beautiful birds. Okay. <laughs> um, um, so h- how important is, is a, let's shout out Tad Michelak. Yes. Just, yeah. Is there, do you, how many Tads do you know around the world and how do they help the world? Uh, how do they help the cultural fabric? He's the, he's the only Tad I know. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, baby. Yes. There's only one Tad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, it's true. There's not, um, there's I a, like that. you know, in the, in the, there are a few people like that that I know who are, you know, but not many. And, and mm-hmm. those are all, those are people that I stay in touch with, you know, all dude, the- I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear that there was one in every city, though. You know what I mean? Oh, it, yeah. It kind of it kind of does break my heart that there's not more Tads out there because right. that's yeah, there probably is. There, probably <laughs> is. <laughs> there thanks. Yeah. 
but I mean, he's a one of a kind though. He really is like, he's so passionate about bringing culture, weirdo culture, you know, yeah, yeah. Whether, whether it sells or not. Like it's, yeah. I, I love that. I love the fact that if Tad books a show, I'm not going to feel pressure about whether people come or not. Cause I right. know why he's putting it on. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, totally, totally. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I also, you know, in addition to being the whole tactile thing, I love that. I still love that sense of community where, Mm-hmm. You know, people can stay in touch and be like, "Oh yeah, we did these gigs," or you know, you booked a gig for me, or yeah, you know, I'm, there's a bunch of people all over the world I'm still friends with, you know, because of those relationships, you know. And, yeah, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter that they lost money on me in Mobile, Alabama, or they they were they were delighted to do so. That's yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well. Um. Look, I, I really appreciate um, all all that you've shared, and thanks for being a part of the the podcast. Yeah, man. Are you going to tell me your crank calling Stockhausen story? Yeah, yeah. I um, I will. Um, <laughs> no, I can't waste our time together talking to you. But I'll put it on the outro of the podcast. I don't need to waste your time. Okay, cool. I crank called Stockhausen. It was great. <laughs> You know yeah. what's funny? You it that was a long time ago, right? Oh fuck yeah, it was. It was when I was in my my you know your humble days. I was like discovering yeah. Stockhausen, going like, you know what? I'm going to move to Germany and study under him. Wow. And then uh, so we we became pen pals, talking about postcards. Yeah. I got a shit ton of postcards from him. That's amazing. And um, and then I scared him off, <laughs> as I do fucking rupert pupkin of music um wow. yeah man but it was a while ago it was like mid to late 90s i guess yeah. when did he die like he died shortly after his wisecracks about 9 11 right yeah <laughs> i'm all into conceptual art but motherfucker that wasn't it like yeah. that was just like yeah, you don't have to make dumb comments. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. More people should realize that. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Where do you go where do you go from here? Where do you go from here? Like as the world opens up. I know you mentioned your sep- septet. Yeah. Um I'm going to try and get that written and recorded. Um I uh well, this is kind of big exclusive news. You you're hearing it first here. Yeah, um, I'm starting my own label. Oh God! Damn. Which seems like a really great idea, you know. Yeah, yeah. hang on, hang, hang tight. It's gonna be you're gonna. It's gonna be one cassette. <laughs> it's just gonna be an expansion of your fucking cassette project. Tell me that's it. Tell me that's the label. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> non fungible yeah. toast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. What? What is it? Didn't uh, um, uh, Wu Tang did that right? They, put they did. Out- they did. Yeah, they yeah. did. I. I mean, turn it on its side because it's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, yeah. oh, that's that's um, that's. I wasn't expecting this. Yeah. Fu- well, are you okay? Yeah, it's gonna be really small. So don't nobody, please don't send your demos. Um, yeah. Good. <laughs> I almost actually, basically, there's a, a record that I finished. Um, Last year, it's a duo record with a Dutch electronic musician, um, this duo called Sperm Church. Yeah. And, um, 
I've been looking for a label for it for over a year and, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, naively sending it to labels that I thought were appropriate where, of course, I didn't know anyone mm-hmm. or, you know, getting some, you know, gracious rejection letters back. Hang on. You still got to fucking deal with rejection. You don't you don't you don't lead with here. here uh, here's my. You don't, you, 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 you're getting rejected in 2020. You're getting rejected. Yes, yes. I'm this is about, mental. The world is not right. <laughs> Say that again. Talk about checking your ego, you know. Um, that's, a, I, that's a surprise to me. I mean, but anyway, I imagine. Yeah, okay. There, so There are some people who were like, oh, man, this is, this is really great. And, yeah. and like, I'm actually a fan of yours, but we're not really putting anything out or we're only okay. putting out our immediate friends stuff. Or, got it, got it. You know, I did get a couple people like, yeah, we'll put this out, but yeah. ultimately they're kind of like DIY labels. And, yep. and then that's when I realized like, why do I want to pay someone back, you know, for the manufacturing yeah. or whatever, yeah. when I can just do that myself. Yeah. Like wh- what does it mean in, in 2021 to start your own label? Like let's, let's just filter that down. It yeah. means, you know, you're doing all the heavy lifting. You've got the exacto blades at home. You're doing all the artwork. You, you, you're packaging it. You've already, you've already got like, you're taking care of all the creative side already in the work that you do. Exactly. I want it to look the way it's going to look. It's just know? finishing, finishing it off. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's mastered. It's, you know, I had it mixed yeah. mastered. It's ready to go. Um, actually I have a good friend who's really good at, uh, at graphic design. She basically yeah. designed the artwork for me, wicked, know, wicked. put okay. it together. And, and, um, uh, you know, I'm going to make physical copies because I'm a, you know, yes. generation X and I, 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 I appreciate that. Yeah. That and, um, and put it on Bandcamp and, and advertise it on the socials and, and great, pay, great. Pay a, a publicist a little bit of money for a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Cause it's a weird project. I'm not expecting much, you know? Um, and you said though, that you're not, that, that might not be your forte is like the self-marketing promotion stuff. So maybe that is the, that's the element that, that you would, call in some support on like with yeah. a publicist or whatnot yeah exactly exactly yeah cool yeah. cool yeah. what's it going to be called river worm records <laughs> uh it's 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 got my mind racing what's that all about what's a river worm uh, i should it, i should know it has it's basically a, a you know a worm that lives in the river that the, thanks I mean, thanks trevor yeah okay. i mean good you know, probably a parasite that you don't want to be around. Um, <laughs> it, it has personal meaning, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's kind of. Is a it your? Is it your rosebud? Uh, <laughs> yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Cool. cool. I mean, it's a tribute to cool. a friend, you know. So. Right on, brother. Um, That's great. You know, and it hadn't. That's been, charming. You know, it, it took me a long time to. Yeah, it's a big that's a big decision, right? Yeah. Um bigger than a band name, right? So 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 are you are you going to are you looking at new like so what does that entail though? Are you going to put other people's stuff out or like stuff that you're passionate about? I don't or know. Or are you going to start with this and see where it leads? Yeah, I'm going to start with this and even like, you know, even my the Trio Convulsion project I was talking about writing like I might yeah. and I would kind of like to actually get that on a on a label that's appropriate for it, you know, yeah, like yeah. A, a kind of a jazzish label or whatever. Like yeah. I'm still gonna, you know, solicit other labels for certain things, but you know, I think for okay. the super 
weirdo rarities, you know. Um, That's awesome, man. To have my own label, and maybe I'll consider putting out other weird stuff, you know. Um, yeah. I don't. I haven't really thought that far ahead with it yet. So. Well, I love that about your career is that it's not. It's got so many dimensions to it, right? You're you're band leading. You're being led. Yeah. You're, colla- you're collaborating in a band as an equal. It's like, it's like it's got all of the. Yeah. Has that been deliberate on your end? It's like this this fits best for my brain. Like I don't want to be just one of those things. Like it seems it, honestly like the diversity in every Mr. Bungle record seems the way you've run your entire career of just like <laughs> I'm going to do this this month and this another month and yeah. I don't know like yeah. how do you plan a how do you plan a year, man? <laughs> like it, you know, I keep I still maintain um Here we go. A paper calendar very tactile he's got a paper that's great i write in with a pencil because you never know when you have to erase something you know a true musician you're not right musician um <laughs> love uh, it love it yeah i i mean honestly i mean less so in the past year but yeah yeah often sure. i have to pick up my calendar and be like oh okay what's going on today oh shit wow. gig, i forgot about you know or, wow wow or rehearsal or, you know uh, yeah um, man i mean i try to I try to keep uh, some, uh, what's the word, um, cohesiveness. Yeah, yeah. With what I'm doing, I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't know. Um, there's some connection to it all, but. Yeah. I mean, I always, people used to ask me a lot about, you know, when I lived in San Francisco and Bungle yeah. was somewhat active. Uh-huh. Um, when we weren't, when Pat was on the road with Faith No More, I would, you know, I was, you know, getting my, you know, jazz career together you know playing yeah. learn you know learning meeting all these new people and paying the rent that way you know and yeah um um and i never wanted i never it never appealed to me to be in a one of those bands like most like, rock bands yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, you know you go on the road come home make a new record record it go on the yeah. road again you know yeah i mean yeah. oh man yeah talk about why do you think all those bands they all break up, you know, yeah. they all yeah. end up hitting each other. It's not a diverse diet. It's not like a well-balanced diet, you know? Yeah. The singer and the guitar player getting a fight about who's getting the, the most, you know, action after the show, you yeah. know, bass players getting pissed off because they're not right, you know, playing his songs anymore. <laughs> yeah. Drummer's yeah. like, you know, addicted to something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. It's, and put that in a van and tour it around the country, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like marriage. It's they, there's there's shelf life for that kind of those kind <laughs> of relationships. <laughs> right on, man. Right on. Well, I I really appreciate you, and um, it's really nice to catch up with you. And we spent an, a nice hour here, so thank you for. Uh, cool. cool. Yeah, you bet, man. And and thanks. It was really it was a pleasure. It was easy to talk to you, and uh, I appreciate the 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 chat myself. Take care, brother. Yeah, you too. Thanks. Take it easy. Yeah, bye. Bye. There's the birds. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. What an honor that was. Thank you, Trevor Dunn. Episode 111. That was a true delight. Um, and if you're new to the podcast, please subscribe and share. Let us know what you're thinking. We're at Industry Tactics on Twitter. You can find more about my work, as I said earlier, at FriendlyRich.com. Uh, Lots of exciting interviews coming up every Monday. Next Monday, we've got a talk with Kelly Sloan. So look for it. And thanks again for listening, everybody. Stay safe.